Welcome to the Mindset of Podcasting. I'm Jillian, and on this podcast, we talk about all things business, mindset, and podcasting. Podcasting is a great way to grow your business and allows you to be seen as an expert in your field. In each episode, I will be talking to an expert in a different area of business so that we can get all the tips to help grow your own business and podcast. So listen in. Welcome back to the Mindset of Podcasting. I'm so glad you're here this week because we are talking about public speaking and the importance of using our voice. My guest today knows all about public speaking and how to create your signature story and feel more confident in using your voice. So Sally Z is an award-winning speaker and speaker coach whose mission is to create talks that move their audiences and the world. After 20 plus years of honing her craft, starting with speaking to teenagers, Sally coaches big-hearted entrepreneurs and changemakers to step on stage and speak their story in a way that moves audiences with authenticity, clarity, and courage. Sally has spoken in front of thousands of people, coached hundreds of speakers, and witnessed countless moving moments in that powerful connection between speaker and audience. Sally is also the host of This Move Me, a new and noteworthy Apple podcast about the art of public speaking, sharing insight, and inspiration so that our talks can move the world. From the boardroom to the biggest of stages, Sally believes that when we share our authentic voice and story, big things can happen. So listen into this episode if you have been nervous about using your voice to speak out. Hi, Sally. How are you today? I'm so great. I'm really happy to be here. Yes. Thank you so much. chat with your people. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yes. So let's start with introducing yourself and telling everybody who you are and what do you bring to this world? Oh my gosh, what do you bring to this world? I love that question. Well, hello. Yes, my name is Sally Z. I go by Sally Z online because my actual last name is Zimney and nobody can really hear that. It sounds like Zimmy or Zimming or whatever. So at some point it just got shortened to Z and I kind of love it. So we go with it. And I am a speaker and a speaker coach. So I empower entrepreneurs and change makers, leaders to help them step out front and speak their story in a way that moves audiences. So when I say out front, I really mean whether you're in front of a microphone doing a podcast, or you're in front of 10 people in a conference room, or you're in front of the TEDx stage, or you're in front of a conference full of people looking at you as you deliver a keynote. So it's the whole range Really helping people share their stories and their messages with more confidence and clarity and authenticity, which really is the key. Yes. And why is it so important for us to use our voices and put ourselves out there? Well, I personally believe that when we can show up with authenticity, when we can in a way, not do it like other people, but do it in a way that really feels like us. It can absolutely catapult you into authority. It can help you have a much greater impact. I mean, the difference between somebody who is just following the playbook of this is how I'm supposed to speak. This is how I'm supposed to present. This is how everybody else does it. And the person who you know feels really confident in their own skin, who is focused not on being perfect, but focused on really connecting with their audience 
they are going to be able to show up and make good on this purpose, this thing that drives us out front in the first place. So, you know, there's there's historical moments of when somebody's words changed the way we all think and believe and behave. And I don't take it lightly. It's it's already an intimidating kind of world for people. So I tend to not overemphasize like you can change somebody's life. Like this can be life altering for people because there's enough pressure on us. (laughs) But I think it's true. You know, I think we really can have and create big change when we can step out front and be ourselves. Mm-hmm. And there's more of that connection when you hear somebody's voice than just reading what they wrote. It's true. There's something really special about speaking words and we feel that difference. So like Jillian, if you think about, you know, you can write a blog post and post it, right? And and people might share it. It might have an impact on people, but it really, the the message becomes three-dimensional in a real way when you're hearing it in somebody's voice, when you're watching it live in their body, when you see somebody feel nervous as they're sharing something or get emotional, like it, it lives in us differently and it affects our audience differently. So I'm super biased, but it's my favorite <laughs> form of communication. So Mine far. too. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And I know it can be scary. I know people hear the word public speaking and they run the other way. So what steps can we take to get comfortable with actually speaking in front of people? Yeah. So let me tell you about just an experience that happened last week. I was doing a workshop for a company. I do a lot of workshops around really how to persuade your audience, really how to structure messages that help persuade people. And so I was working with a group of what they called emerging leaders. So these are really, you know, young professionals who they see potential in, and they brought me in to do this workshop. And in the first few minutes, I always ask everybody, so where are you on the spectrum of loving or hating public speaking? And even knowing they're in a workshop about public speaking and they're talking to somebody who loves it. There's always a handful of people, right. Who are just like, I hate it. It's me. I no, 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 no. And I'm so grateful that they admit to it in the moment because that's a brave thing to do given the context. And so there last Wednesday, there I was and I asked, and there was a handful of people and this one man in the back. He was just like, hate it hate it. I hate that we're doing this. I hate that I'm here. I'm sure you're a lovely person, but I'd rather be anywhere else in the world right now. And I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, well, (laughs) thank you for being here. And my goal is to help you just hate it a little bit less because you feel like the risk could be worth it because it's a risk for all of us. It really, really is. So we spend the morning together and I'm really talking with them about lowering the bar for ourselves. Like it does not have to be perfect. We do not have to show up all buttoned up. If we mess up, if we use filler words, if we lose our way for a moment and lose track of our content, it doesn't mean that you can't have an impactful message. And I would argue actually, as I did on this, in this workshop, that in some ways your imperfection makes you easier to connect with. 
because we tend to put speakers or people up front on this pedestal, like, well, they can do it and they're a different kind of person. I can't do that. Right. So I was like, maybe it's more accessible than you think. Right. So I'm just inviting people into this. We, we talk about some different frameworks and at the end of the workshop, we do what I call a two minute talk and I intentionally make it two minutes. We only spend five minutes preparing it. We're just kind of practicing some of these strategies. And one of the people who offered to share their two minutes to talk was my cynic, the guy in the back who was like, no way, not me, not me. And so I said, like, what changed your mind about this? Why did you decide to give this a go? And he said, I am scared of the risk. And this felt like a safe place for me to take a risk. Now, I feel so grateful that it felt like a safe place to take a risk. So really the question is, how can we create the scenario that feels safe enough for us to take some more risks? And one of the things that I'm constantly telling people is that everybody gets nervous. It feels risky for everybody when you're about to do something that matters, that you care about, that could potentially have an impact. And so the fact that it's scary shouldn't keep you from taking the risk because everybody feels scared. Some people are just better at pretending or like turning it, turning their fear into excitement, which is ultimately what it ends up being for those of us who've been doing this a long time. We feel afraid, but we just kind of shifted into excitement faster because we trust ourselves. So you really have to do it anyway. That's ultimately what I'm trying to say, Jillian, is, yep, you're scared. Yep, you're convinced that you can't do it. Yep, you think everybody else does it better than you. But the reality is, if you try, if you take the risk, if you put yourself out there, there are payoffs. It is worth it, even if you mess up, even if it doesn't go the way that you want it to go. And the only way to figure it out is to try which is probably not what people want to hear, but that's the truth. <laughs> yes. I know. I always say my first guest interview on a podcast was horrible. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought it was so bad, but once you get over that first time, you're like, Oh, I did it. Okay. I survived, <laughs> you know, even exactly. though it didn't go so well. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jillian, that's exactly it. Cause once you do it, you're like, Oh, I survived. I did it. <laughs> There's evidence. I can point to evidence now that I actually can do it. And so the the first time is the hardest and just raising your hand and trying is the hardest. And it probably wasn't your best interview. Everybody has to have their first first Mm -hmm. and then they get through it. (laughs) Yes. And then you just keep getting better from there. The more you do it, easier it gets. Yep. (laughs) And everybody truly can do this. And I spent the first like 15 years of my professional career speaking to teenagers and that's a tough audience, right? They're going to, they're going to let me know if what I'm doing isn't great or they don't believe me. Like you really have to show up authentically because their, their, you know, BS meter is pretty high, which is great, which is great. It was a great learning arena for me. And one of my coworkers who I was coaching was so good with kids and young people and teenagers, but he was not a polished presenter or speaker. He was a classroom teacher who we, you know, somehow convinced to come do these 
big speaking things for, you know, 150, 200 ninth graders, you know, and he worked really, really hard to get better. And I watched him over the course of the year, he would speak, I would give him some feedback the next day, he'd try something else. And little by little by little, he got to be an excellent speaker. So I think about him a lot because truly this is a learned thing. Some people show up in the moment with slightly more, you know, gifts or self-confidence, but you can build into that. You can truly get better if you focus on it and you have a good guide. Yes, definitely. (laughs) I want to pause this episode for a moment to tell you all about the program I took to become a podcast manager. If you have been thinking about starting a podcast management business, then the Podcast Manager Program from Lauren Wrighton will guide you through every step and give you the confidence to manage other people's podcasts. You can check out more details at themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. Lauren is amazing and shows everything from setting up a podcast to how to price your packages. Plus, when you join her program, you get weekly group coaching calls and a private Facebook group, so you can always get all of your questions answered. If you're ready to start your podcast management business, then head to themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. So I know that as business owners, we always have that one topic that we could speak on forever, give all the tips, the knowledge about, but you talk about the importance of having a story, especially a signature story. Can you talk more about that and why that's important? Absolutely. Stories are so powerful. They are like the persuasive, magical gift in your back pocket that you can pull out to connect with people. And we all have lots of stories in our life, even if we think our lives are boring and we like little old me over here in Minnesota. I'm just like, you know, who who cares about my story or what I saw today or what I experienced today? But really the story is in service of a message and it is the fastest way for your audience to connect with you. So I mentioned I worked with teenagers. Well, I remember when I first started speaking to them, standing up in front and trying to deliver this beautiful script. I I thought it was beautiful. I was like, dang, these lines are powerful and I'm really giving them like nuggets of wisdom. And they didn't care about the message until I told the story. And I remember like feeling this disengaged. I'm like, I'm losing them. They're chatting with each other, super disengaged. And I made a decision in like split second decision to just bypass the next three minutes of me talking at them with these beautiful script that they didn't care about. And fast forwarded to the story. And as soon as I started telling the story, their little heads popped up. They started stop talking to their neighbor and kind of pulled in and engaged. And then after I had their engagement, after they got a sense that I, through the story, understood what they were going through, um, that they were emotively opened up to it, then I could deliver some of those key messages and one-liners, and then the message could stick. So it was this big aha moment of not just how stories are powerful, they are the most important persuasive engagement tool that we have, and 
if we use it in the right way, it makes our messages more impactful. And without it, we're just working. It's an uphill battle. And so, yeah, Jillian, you're right. As business owners, we have tons of stories that we typically are not really using in order to connect with our audience, in order to pull them in, in order to get them to care about our expertise, our ideas, all of the reasons we're like, I have so much to tell you and share with you. It's like, I don't care. Why should I care? The story mm-hmm. helps them figure out why to care. And we have to have that first. Yes, you have to have that connection because anybody could tell them all the tips and tools, but they have to feel that connection with you to actually listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an information world right now. The information's already out there. Your story is what makes it meaningful and what makes it different from somebody else's expertise. So if we don't think we have a story, how do we dig a little deeper into finding that? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, It takes some self-reflection, you know, and thinking back to the key moments in your business or your life. So I like to say that any, any strong beliefs that you have about your business or even about your idea, what's underneath that is likely a story. Like my belief that stories are persuasive was based on a moment when I saw that stories were persuasive. And that moment is a story. It's very meta. That was like (laughs) seven layers of meta. Yes. But the true, same thing is true for all of us. So, uh, you know, from a broad scale, like what are those key stories that you tell? Well, what are the key beliefs that you have that you really want to pass along to other people? They are likely based on an aha moment or a story from your own life. So you could go one by one and say, okay, I have this strong belief. Why do I have that belief? What was the moment that that belief was born? Those are really powerful stories for our business. They're kind of the origin stories, right? So your idea originated somewhere, uh, there's a story there, right? So that's your, those are origin stories that you can tap into. I also love what I call the everyday stories. So those stories are the things that move you in the everyday. So if you are moved emotively about something, pay attention. Why? What moved you about that? Um, There is a framework that I use with my speakers and it's MMM, moment, meaning, and move. So When you are out in the world and something moves you, you notice something, you see an exchange at the grocery store, or you see a TikTok that just like lights you up for some reason, right? That is a moment. You could share that moment. That's the first M. The second M though, is the really important part. And that is the meaning. You can take that moment and now your job as the speaker, and I'll use that term really loosely here, because whatever way you are speaking, your job is to translate that moment for your audience. So one of the things that tends to hold people back from telling stories is they're like, who cares about me? It's not really about you. It's about your audience and what they could get from this moment. So you create the meaning for your audience. And then the third M is move. So that is, what do, I, what do you want them to do with this moment and meaning that you have just offered up to them? So moment, meaning, and move. And if you use that framework, 
it's actually a really powerful way to make sure that you're leveraging the uh, persuasive power of stories. And it helps you <laughs> like with the structure of like, how do I show up and talk to my audience all the time? So there's a little, little nugget for you. MMM. Thank you. Yes. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we all have things that happen to us all day long, you know, and you can always find meaning in something to help your audience. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The everyday stories are around us all the time and super powerful and a little easier to access than sometimes the origin stories can feel really big. Like, I don't know what the story <laughs> is in my business. Like, well, what did you notice today? There's a story there. Yes. Oh, such great advice. Thank you so much for being on today. Like, I think you're making us all feel a little more comfortable with finally using our voice and getting it out there so we can impact more people. So can Yay. you let the listeners know how they can connect with you and work with you? Absolutely. You can find me on all the interwebs. I'm most active on Instagram. So you can find me there at Sally Z underscore be moved. And if you want to dive a little more deeply into that simple story framework, the MMM, you can grab that at bemoved.com forward slash SSF or simple story framework. I will make sure all that is in the show notes. So Yay. thank you so much again and enjoy your day. Yeah. Thanks for having me on Jillian. This is really fun. Wow. Did Sally really drop some nuggets of information for us to get over our fear of using our voices? Our voices can be so powerful. And I think that especially as women, we need to speak out more about what we believe in, about what we want to teach the world and other people. And using your voice can definitely help that. Whether it's on a podcast, on a stage, on your Insta stories, wherever you feel like starting, start there. And just start sharing your story. Like she said, it can be something from everyday life. Just share who you are, what you believe in, and people are going to connect with you because those stories are so important. So I'm so glad I had Sally on today. She's just helped me know that I need to share my story more to connect with more people. And yeah, such a great conversation. I hope you took some amazing things away from this. And let me know what you took away from this, especially those three M's. I'm definitely going to be using that every day when I am crafting some stories. So hop on over to Instagram at Jillian Grover Podcast Solutions and let me know what your takeaways were from this episode. So your podcast tip of the week. So how can you use affiliate links in your podcast? Because if you got affiliate links, you should be talking about them so that you can get people to click the link and hopefully you get a commission from when they buy something. So you can have an affiliate link for just about anything, Amazon, other people's courses, systems that you use in your business. If you are using systems in your business, most of them have an affiliate link. Go sign up for it. So this is how I use affiliate links in my podcast. I create an ad for them. Like I script a whole ad out, why I like using the system, how it helps me in my business. And then I put the link for my affiliate in the show notes. I put some music behind this ad and throw it into the middle of my podcast episode. If you don't want to create separate ads, you can just talk about it in your podcast episode. Make it your call to action for that episode. Another thing you could do if it aligns with your listeners and the topic that you're talking about is do a whole episode about the affiliate link that you have. If it's somebody else's course that will benefit your listeners, talk about the course, how it helped you, why you love the course. If it's a system that will help them, talk about why you use that system and how it will help your listeners. Just make sure it's aligned with your podcast and your listeners. 
But yeah, don't just let those affiliate links sit there. Use them in your podcast. Put them in your show notes. Talk about them a lot so that you can get people to sign up and you can get a small commission from them doing that. So an update in my business. Don't really have one. (laughs) I did plan my Q4 out and I'm really taking it a lot slower. I'm working on streamlining my back end. I use Dubsado, which I absolutely love, and I'm going to be streamlining that, making that a lot nicer. And yeah, that's like my goal. That's it. My other goal is to just slow down these next three months. Slow down, enjoy the holidays. We've had a few stressful weeks of moving and downgrading and getting everything all set. I am ready to just relax a little more, cozy up on the couch with a good book. Oh, that's like my favorite thing to do, especially in the cold weather. Uh, We still have baseball going on right now. So I'm still sitting out in the cold for two hours every single night and sometimes four if there's a game (laughs) and definitely on the weekends. So yeah, that's all I've been doing, taking it a little bit slower. And I think that that's how our businesses go. We have slow seasons and then we have busier seasons, just depending on what we are doing. And right now I want a slower season and that's what I'm going to be doing. And I know after the new year, my season will probably get a little bit busier because that's when a lot of people want to start podcasts. So I'm going to enjoy this time right now and just slow down a little. So let me know if you are slowing down or how you're slowing down in your business. You can email me at Jillian at JillianGrover.com or head over to Instagram. It's Jillian Grover Podcast Solutions. I will talk to you next week. So are you ready to start your podcast, but you don't even know where to begin? You need help getting the right equipment, setting up the tech, and managing all the things that come with having your own podcast. Well, the Podcast Launch Solution is your answer. The Podcast Launch Solution is an eight-module, self-paced course that walks you through every step of starting your podcast. Every single step. So who is the Podcast Launch Solution for? It is for anyone who has a message they want to get out to the world. You have always wanted to start a podcast, but you felt lost on where to even begin. You want someone to walk you through step-by-step of how to start a podcast. And you also have some mindset issues that go with starting something new. And this program handles those too. There's also a private Facebook group for the program that I will be in every day answering your questions so that you never feel alone in this program. The Podcast Launch Solution is open for enrollment right now. Go to the show notes, click the link in there, and sign up. We have payment plans so that this is affordable so that you can get your message out because that is my most important reason for doing this is I want women's voices to be heard and for their messages to get out. So go to the link in the show notes and sign up.